Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Hollywood Podcast, covering the latest in film, TV, streaming, and social media. I'm your host, Max Geshwind. Stay tuned for today's episode. All right. Hello, everyone. And thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. And I am so glad to have with me today the team behind Ancient Futures, which is this three-part pop-up art installation that's been on display throughout the entirety of the Outfest Los Angeles LGBTQ plus film festival um, at the DGA here in Los Angeles. Um, Leo, the, you're the creator of this art installation. And then A and Sydney, you both um, are involved in the installation as models for it. So thank you all so much for taking the time to chat with me about this really important project. Thank you for having us. We're so excited to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So Leo, I'd love to start with you since you are sort of the originator of this idea. Can you talk to me um, about what the inspiration was behind creating this art installation and why ancient futures? Yeah, um, it really started uh, a couple months ago, back in November, an amazing photographer, queer photographer named Kobe Wagstaff approached me via Instagram as all projects get initiated these days um, and asked me if I wanted to do a project with him and with Holly Silius, who's a sculptor and who I didn't know. And I was like, oh yeah, you guys seem awesome. I would love to do that. And the three of us got together and created a piece called Phantom Feel, which is a stone sculpture of my chest post-top surgery. At that point, I was six months out from the surgery and it's made from a body cast of my chest. So you can see my scars and you can just see sort of like all the intricate details of my body. And honestly, just seeing that material object of myself, like my, my trans body, my changing body, my dream body, all of a sudden, all of a sudden rendered in stone and permanent and like here, I was like, oh my goodness, the trans community needs this. Like, I think the world needs this. Um, especially in today's world in America and globally, where there are so many people who are trying to eradicate the right of trans and gender nonconforming and intersex and non-binary people to just exist at all. Um, it feels really important to create works of art and just movements that are about our permanence and actually also about our history, because a lot of these people are also talking about transness as if it's like a contemporary fad, mm -hmm. um, as if it's a new thing, as if it's like, oh, all these kids these days, quote unquote, when in fact, trans people, gender fluid people, intersex people have existed since the beginning of human history. And so I think creating these sculptures being stone sculptures inevitably harkens back to that history and maybe perhaps in, it like invites a kind of embodied memory that like, oh wait, we have always been here. We are his, as historic as those Greek and Roman busts we see in the Met or imagine in the Met. Um, and for me, Ancient Futures, the title of this, hopefully what will be an even bigger collection than what we were able to share at Outfest, which is only four sculptures, maybe it can be 15, who knows. Um, that, that title, I think, comes from this idea that is honestly really inspired by so many Black trans women who are artists, activists, advocates on the front lines who talk about the present as the place for our utopia. Instead of imagining into some distant future, some positive future that we can all maybe get to or dream of, what if we think about this, even though it's apocalyptic, this atmosphere of the present 
as containing this like ancient map for the future. Everything we need is already here. And if we sort of come together and access that collective knowledge, we can build the future right now. Um, so that's kind of where the where the title comes from and where the piece comes from. Yeah. And I want to talk about, um, because it is being seen by a lot of people that are attending the Outfest Festival um, in the you know lobby, can you talk about how um, Outfest approached you or was it the other way around? How did this partnership happen? Yeah, I mean, Outfest is the biggest LGBTQIA festival in the world. Um, I am very lucky that I had my first short film, Dysphoria, premiere at Outfest in 2018. And since then, I wasn't living in LA at the time. But getting to go to the festival, coming to LA, kind of my first time as like a queer adult, I was like, oh my God, this is like a Mecca. <laughs> um, there are so many queer people everywhere doing such creative things, looking so cute in their outfits. Um, and so I've always been a huge fan of the festival and everything that it does for artists. And so I was attending the Outfest Fusion Gala, the opening night, um, which is their BIPOC festival in April. And I happened to meet somebody on the Outfest team and was just sharing, like, I just did this project. I'm trying to do this project. A-Class and I, back in March, decided we wanted to do a photo essay that's a part of this series. And we had done, we had gone out to the desert and done some test images. And I was bragging about what an amazing photographer A is. Because um, they're also, they're a model in the sculpture series, but they're also the photographer of the photo essay. That's um, a big part of it as well. So... I was kind of just telling people because I was excited and gushing and they were like, wait, maybe there's room for this at Outfest um, because I know Outfest is continuing to build beyond film to be more inclusive of art, performance, dance, et cetera. So we started the conversation and um, I just kept following up because they're really busy and they I could have definitely just disappeared after that fun conversation at Fusion, but I followed up and they were just super supportive um, and giving us the space to do it. Yeah, Outfest has really become about the arts in general and has gone beyond film, as you were saying, which is great to see as evidenced by obviously this showcase um, throughout the festival. I'd love to bring in your models um, because they have, you know, these followings that I think bring attention to your work, such as Ancient Futures. A is obviously very well-known photographer. Sydney has had such an amazing past year in the world of film and TV with Generation and obviously Ghostbusters with tons more projects coming up this year, I'd imagine. Um, first, I'll ask the models, I guess, and then I'll ask you, Leo. But um, Sydney, we can start with you. What made you want to um, be a part of this project and how were you approached? Well, uh, Leo had hit me up on Instagram, like most things start now. Uh, and um, Leo had just described what the project was going to be about and it was fast moving and it's like, it's okay if you're not down, your name was recommended to me through, I think A had recommended me and it just sounded so cool. And I, um, I had seen, I know Kobe, the photographer of uh, um, Phantom Feel and, uh, and I had seen those photos and I had thought they were so, so cool. So then all of a sudden to be approached and it, it I, I'm a big advocate for, for trans representation in art and film and TV and music. And I think this is 
this project is just a massive step in the direction of normalizing trans bodies in art and normalizing trans bodies in general to the general public. And I, I just thought it was such an amazing idea that I would feel really stupid if I didn't say yes. <laughs> yeah. And I am sure the motivation was very similar in terms of getting involved. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. When Leo first approached me to do like the photo aspect of it, I was immediately on board. You know, this is like getting back to like the core of why I became an artist in the first place. And then when I was also asked to then be a model for the sculpture series, I was so excited for that too, because um, seeing, you know, as, as a fat trans disabled person, seeing my body represented in stone is something that, you know, I am not used to seeing. And I feel like people with a shared lived experience to me also are not used to seeing. So um, I was very excited to help bring, you know, as I like to do with my photo work as well, I like to try and create the representation that I wish I had when I was younger. And so it was very exciting to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. And Leo, we touched on this a little bit earlier, but you know, there's many people in the trans community within the entertainment industry or within the arts more generally that, you know, you could have um, thought about, but can you touch on these three models, Rain, A, and Sydney, and what made you want to ask these three specifically to get involved? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think starting where you are is like one of the most beautiful and generous things you can do. Like, I think horizontal networking is like the way that all boats rise together kind of energy. Um, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So a, I had just seen their work on Instagram and I actually emailed them. I did not DM them this time and was like, wow, your work like took my breath away. I, I just moved to LA. You just moved to LA. Can we vibe? Um, and then I wanted to ask a, if they know anyone in the trans sort of like broader queer community that might be interested in participating in this, because for me, I'm new to LA. I don't know that many people here. Definitely looking for friends if anyone hears this. And the last part is like a lot of my friends growing up are cis. Like from college, I was in the closet for a long time. It's only in later adulthood that I've come into myself. And so I'm seeking more trans community. And so I wanted to ask A if they know anyone who might be down. And A mentioned Sydney. And I'm like looking at Sydney's profile and reading about their work, his work. And I'm just like, whoa, that would be dope. They'll probably say no, but let me just ask. And then Rain is probably one of the most generous, immense artists, activists, teachers, like humans out there. She has an amazing production company and sort of acting class community for trans and queer artists that I've been, I've been lucky to be a part of. I've been taking acting classes with her for like a year. And I was just like, wow, it would be a dream to have someone who is a leader in the community, like Rain, to be a part of this one because of the visibility, but also just because if anyone asks her about the project and she's talking about it, like, I couldn't think of a better person to speak on behalf of the mission of the work, which is not really just mine. It's like sort of all of ours. Um, so that felt like also a dream come true. And I wish, I wish she was here, but we're, we're loving her and, and holding space for her. Yeah, of course. And, um, you know, if there was one thing that people take away from viewing this exhibit, which is incredibly affecting and impactful, um, what do you hope? Um, someone who views this installation takes away from it. I guess we could start with Sydney and then go down. I hope that 
when that feeling that you get as a queer person, when you finally see yourself reflected in any media, I hope that, I hope that at least one person would walk away with that. And I feel like the, the job, the job is done. Yeah. And that's something that you're exemplifying in your work too, in terms of, you know, being in these shows and these films. And so that's work that we're seeing from you across the board. Um, a, can we start with you? Um, for me, I, I agree. I, I also feel similar to Sydney's where, you know, of course we want our communities and people with our shared lived experiences to see themselves in that and to feel empowered and to feel like they're not alone. And I also want people who don't have our shared lived experience to find a common thread amongst you know us and them and seeing the normalization and the beauty and the to see the fact that you know we people like us have been around like Leo was saying people like us have been around since the beginning of time and that you know it's about time that everyone else sees that and recognizes that so I really hope that this showcase helps to normalize that amongst people who also don't have our shared experience Mm -hmm. and then Leo um, yeah, I mean, everything Sydney and A just said, um, I guess to to sort of add to that and also bring in the voice of Holly Silius, who is the sculptor and technician and artist that created these pieces. Um, uh, she and I had a lot of conversations about the importance of having all kinds of bodies, gender presentations, like relationships to medical transition represented in this collection, because, you know, being trans is not just, you know, someone like me getting top surgery and you see the scars across my chest. Like there are trans masculine people who never get that kind of surgery. And then there are, you know, intersex people who you see their body or you see something and you don't even know that they're trans, but they are. And so I think what is important about this collection and this work is to just sort of remind people that like, oh, trans people are not a monolith and they don't just look one certain way, or I can't like read, I don't have to be able to read them. Like they can just be who they are and have a fleshy imperfect body like everyone else. and so, yeah, that that feels like a kind of important piece that I hope that especially cisgender audiences walk away from like, oh, I didn't realize that that is also a trans person's body. Um, so, yeah. And um, I want to close this out by asking you each about upcoming projects that you're either working on now or about to work on. Leo, I know that you hinted before saying that you hope that this is the beginning of something bigger hopefully in the future. Can you touch on that and what we expect to see? Yeah. um, So my fullest vision for this is that we have an exhibition likely downtown LA um, either later this year or perhaps in February because there's all the art fairs happening um, where you walk into the space and it feels like you are walking into the atrium in the Met where there are all of the Greek and Roman busts around you. So like 15 sculptures all displayed on tall plinths and just like, it's a party, it's a celebration of trans life and it feels awesome to be in that space. Um, In order to get there, we do need resources and support, um, not only to build the actual material work, but to also pay the artists and get get the right space that will be accessible to our community. 
Um, so if anyone is listening, <laughs> just so you know, we need some support. Um, but yeah, and, and also in addition to the sculpture series, the photo essay and the video installation, um, which I won't go into, but they're integral parts of the full vision and experience um, are also uh, wanting to be produced over the next coming months. Um, so look out for that. And yeah, yeah. And A, will you continue on as a photographer? But also in addition to that, are there any, anything else that you're working on now that we have to look forward to? Um, yeah, I, I'm very excited to continue working on this um, and working on like the most expansive form of this installation as we can. So I'm very excited for that um, and very excited for Leo's passion to keep uh, expanding on this. Um, and yeah, I, you know, right now my main focus is uh, freelance photography and creating, you know, representation and love in that. Um, and so I'm very excited to just keep working on that and keep, um, you know, working with my community and displaying my community in all the ways that I can, whether it's with, you know, larger brands or just, you know, smaller uh, individual portrait sessions with people. Um, one of my favorite things is not only showing the representation in my work, but um, helping trans and queer people feel seen and loved during the, the photo session as well and that they are being captured the way that they need to be captured so that's sort of like the passion behind my work that I do when I'm not modeling for Grecian sculptures so yeah <laughs> Thank you. and Sydney I guess slightly switching gears here just because I'm very interested I know that you have an upcoming um, project of your own that I think we're expected to see later this year in the consultant um, could you share a little bit I know it's kind of totally off topic, but I'd love to, you know, know what we can expect from your work in that when it comes. Yeah, to that. Uh, that was um, an amazing experience. I, I felt uh, really solid about the work that I did on the consultant. I'm very excited for people to see it. Um, yeah, I don't know what I can and can't say, sure. but I, I'm very sure. excited for people to see it. Um, I'm excited to see it. There were so many times I read scripts where I was just like, yeah, going to work and shooting is cool, but can I watch the episode already? Like this sounds really cool. So I'm, I'm very uh, amped on that. Yeah. I'm sure it's walking on eggshells, but I just had to ask. <laughs> and, and it's a great cast too. Christoph Waltz. Yes. The, the cast is amazing. One of the girls from white Lotus. So yeah, really awesome. Yes. I love um, Britain. Yeah. Um, well, all right. Thank you all so much for taking the time to chat with me and such an important installation that I've, you know, had the honor of, you know, viewing in the DGA during the course of Outfest. And we'll probably come back later this week to check out some more. But um, Sydney, A and Leo, thank you all for chatting with me. Thank you so thank much you. for having us.